go talk about a man who's very familiar with the big house. He won five Big Ten championships, including his redshirt year, O-lineman, late 80s, early 90s, Doug Skeen for the Michigan Football Podcast that you can hear weekly with Chris Ballas at thewolverine.com. He joins us on the eve of the Buckeyes in enemy territory against the Wolverines. How you doing, Douglas? I'm great on this Michigan-Ohio State eve. It's a beautiful afternoon. What is it like for the Michigan football team on the eve of the game? Well, it's a, it's it's a lot like all the other big games, Bill, but it's different. It's different in that everything you work for comes down to this game for so many ways because when you play football at Michigan from the first time you come in as a recruit to your freshman year, you realize that your success at the program greatly depends on how you perform in this game. And so all those nerves are real. And But you also think back about all the work you've done and all the success you've had and that you're ready to go. So there's an excitement, there's a little bit of nervousness, and then most, probably most of all for the players this evening, there's just this really, really big eagerness to get out there and play. So, Doug, from what you've seen of Ohio State, and you've watched every Michigan game, and you commented on it weekly with Chris Ballas on the Michigan Football Podcast, and your thoughts on the game with Ohio State of Michigan is up right now at thewolverine.com. If you were neutral and you didn't play at Michigan and you were looking at both teams and their body of work in the fall of 2023 on the field, nothing with the drama off the field, who is the better football team going into this game? Well, if I look over the course of the entire season, Bill, I, I'd say Michigan has still got the edge. I think we're, we've got a, a better situation at quarterback. I think our offensive line, when they're playing to their very best, is a little bit better than theirs, although I think theirs is good. We've got two really good running backs. They've got one really good running back. They do have us clipped with the number one receiver in, in college football, Harrison Jr. He's outstanding. And then I look over on the defensive front. I think our defensive front is better than theirs. Uh, and we've got a defensive back that's, I think, is as good as, if not better than anything they've got back there. So I think the tilt, uh, position group to position group, goes to Michigan. And I, I felt that way throughout the course of the season. I still feel that way now, although I'm probably not as comfortable now as I was three weeks ago, based on a couple of our offensive performances here recently. But we've talked about those things. I think. I think there is a stall sometimes. I think there can be a little bit of a lull in a season, especially when you sandwich that Maryland game in between the two emotional games that we had, Penn State and now Ohio State. So I expect to see Michigan's very best tomorrow. And I I used to not be able to say that. There were years where Jim Harbaugh teams did not play their best against Ohio State. But in the last couple of years, certainly we have. And I expect to see that tomorrow. Doug Skeen, former Wolverine offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, part of the Michigan Football Podcast, heard weekly with Chris Ballas and TheWolverine.com joining us. Uh, the winner tomorrow will get Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. You can say what you want to about Kirk Ferentz and their offense, and they did not go over the number today. 13-10 is the final. Iowa keeps Nebraska from a bowl game. I'm sure Matt Rule's going to complain that Kirk Ferentz didn't have enough offense, and that's why Nebraska uh, finished 5-7. Uh, and seven. But they're 10-2. and two. Uh, They get the job done. They, they do it ugly. 
but they're ten and two, and they won the Big Ten West. Their defense is formidable, uh, but Michigan with a win over Ohio State tomorrow, their path is right there as the number one seed in the college football playoff. Well, he absolutely could be the number one seed, but this is not unfamiliar territory for this Michigan football program in the last two seasons. These guys have seen this before. We get through Ohio State. We get into that Big Ten championship game, and yes, Iowa's got a good defense. Uh, They don't have much offense, and I I would figure that we're going to win that football game. And then we get back to where these players all said they wanted to get back to to prove to the world that they were not the team that we saw last year against TCU and that they're not the program that we saw two years ago against Georgia. So we're not quite to the uncharted waters yet. Uh, We've got a couple football games to get uh, off the schedule here with some victories. So it goes back to, you know, the the, the issue at hand of this team taking care of business, and part of that is the monumental task of beating a good Ohio State team and getting on to where they want to get back to to try to get the big, big trophy. A loss tomorrow would suck on so many levels, to be perfectly blunt, uh, Douglas. It would, considering off the field, all the drama, which is still ongoing, and to lose at home to the Buckeyes tomorrow, I I think, I know it's a one-loss season, and you're 11-1, and and it's still a great year, but a loss to me would be devastating, considering the climate on and off the field. Yeah, I think I think, and I've read some of the player comments. I mean, it was JJ or some of the other upperclassmen. A loss tomorrow deflates the whole season. It's it's all for naught. You may not, you may not even make the playoff, considering the other teams that are playing well. I guess it depends on what the loss would look like, Bill. But emotionally, a loss tomorrow would be would just be obviously you know a, a total flat tire in your season, and, and you know it's going to be a, it's going to be an afterthought. That's not what this team's goals were. This team's goals are absolutely to get into that playoff and win the doggone thing. And so if, if, if that doesn't happen tomorrow the way it needs to go, then this team will, re, will be remembered for a program and a, and, a, and a team that tried to get to where they wanted to but fell short. So the, a loss tomorrow is not even on the table as a discussion point if you're one of these players on this team. His name is Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Also, Doug, with Chris Ballas, uh, the Wolverine.com insider. They do the Michigan football podcast uh, each and every week. So three keys to a Michigan victory tomorrow, Doug, before I let you go. What would they be in order? Well, for sure, stopping stopping Henderson in the running game for Ohio State. I don't think their quarterback presents the greatest of threats throwing the football. You got obviously contain Harrison Jr., but you got to stop that run, Bill. We have to keep our quarterback JJ has to be clean and upright in the first quarter of the game. You got to get him going and have confidence in the pass protection early in the football game. And then when we get down inside the red zone, and this is nothing new. When you play Ohio State, you get in the red zone, you have to score touchdowns. You cannot be kicking field goals to get yourself to a big-time title game. So those three things have to happen, and if they do, Michigan's going to win this game. I agree. Uh, Doug, enjoy the game. You coming down or uh, just hanging out uh, at the ranch with the family and friends? I will be watching with family and friends in front of the big screen, Bill, with uh, with a heavy load of attention and anticipation. I feel the nervousness for the players, but I'm hoping for the best. I do expect Michigan to win. I have them winning 31-24.
I said Michigan by 10. That's my vibe. A 24-14, a 27-17 victory. I did see the note from On3.com that uh, ESPN College Game Day's picker uh, will be. Now, the final two choices were Connor Stallions and Aiden Hutchinson. They went with Aiden Hutchinson. Probably a good choice. I think Aiden will do that. No one ESPN, though. No one. Feinbaum's vote was Connor Stallions. Yeah, I'm sure it was. (laughs) Yeah, Pete Thamel said, let's go with Stallions. Yeah, let's go with Stallions for sure. Aiden Aiden, Aiden did a good job, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) I hope he calls out ESPN on that set. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be awesome. I don't know that he's going to go there, but it would be pretty incredible television to watch, wouldn't it? I'd, I'd go there and then just say, man, you know what? Uh, you know, boom, 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 and he walks off, and he's just like double barrels everybody, and just uh, that would be, that would be, or, or or he takes Pete Thamel and he throws him in the crowd for crowd surf and see how far he can throw Thamel. <laughs> He probably could throw him pretty far. He's a pretty strong guy I, now. I don't know. Maybe you know we'll have to check with DraftKings, see if they can get a line on how far could Aiden Hutchinson throw Feinbaum and Pete Thamel back-to-back uh, knucklehead throws. I don't know that he'd be back-to-back. Aiden could probably take one in each hand and do like, you know, like a... Oh, and helicopter like both of them like yeah. he's spinning batons yeah. in the Michigan marching band. Yes, exactly. Yep. Oh, gosh. It's been... Uh, you know, as I sit here in Ann Arbor, and we're at the Stadium Club 327 at uh, 327 East Hoover, just, you know, 300 yards from the big house, and we have the huge Soren Eagle tailgate uh, tomorrow. That's why if you're coming to the game, I was going to have you uh, come join us. we got Lomas Brown hanging out here. It's going to be a huge bash. First 1,000 people get a Slow's mac and cheese meal. First 1,000 people get a drink ticket. So it's going to be pretty cool, man. Uh, it's... You know, is it the biggest game? I was trying to think about this, Doug. Well, one final thing before I do let you go. Biggest game on campus. Now, not the biggest game they've ever played. It, you know, that could be Washington State, you know, national championship, a ton of Ohio State games. But in terms of here in Ann Arbor, with what's on the line, with undefeated Michigan, undefeated Ohio State, where would this game rank at least going in on the biggest football games ever played at the Big House. Yeah, this is right up there. It's got to be top three of all time here, Bill, because the last two, obviously last year, was down there. And then back to 06, I think, when we were both undefeated and we lost late. Well, they were both in Columbus. And so this has been a long time since these two highly ranked teams, undefeated with all the marbles nowadays with the playoff in the, in the, in the, you know, in the fold here. This one's right up there with the all-time and uh, most important games that are played in Ann Arbor. I'm sure it'll be electric tomorrow, so have fun down there. Looks like the weather's going to hold off and be good. It'll be a great day to watch this, this, this game unfold in Michigan, take home a tough win. Weather updates and Michigan predictions on the nine with Doug Skeen from Huge Weather. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Douglas. Enjoy the game, okay, buddy? All right, Bill. Thanks for having me. Go Blue.